Hello, everyone. My name is Brooklyn Myers, and I am an Elixir newbie. My goal is to help people adopt Elixir and grow as developers while doing the same myself. I do that by documenting and sharing my own experience in the Elixir industry. It's been an incredible journey so far, and I look forward to taking the next step with you. So let's jump in to the Elixir Newbie Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Elixir Newbie Podcast. My name is John Valdivia and I am guest hosting for Brooklyn Myers today. We will be chatting with Michal over at Software Mansion. I am particularly interested in talking to Michal for two reasons. One, I want to know about which type of projects are using Elixir with uh, audio and video in production environments. Also, I want to know what do these projects require of their developer teams? Uh, and secondly, I may be using Membrane myself in a project that I have in mind. So it's quite the opportunity to talk to one of the main guys in Membrane and get a bit of guidance. So with that said, Mikhail, how are you doing? Uh, hi, um, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure to be here today. And I hope we will be able to uh, send me a uh, quite interesting uh, things for uh, everyone who is uh, starting his journey either in programming or in elixir mm -hmm. yeah i hope so too well tell us a bit about yourself i mean i've been i've been checking you out thanks to the googles and i know that you you developed in uh, for android for a while and that i've been seeing some very impressive presentations about membranes so Tell us a bit about you. I joined Membrane over two years ago for summer internship. And uh, after this uh, internship, I just stayed. And for all this time, I have been programming uh, in Membrane. Mostly, we were developing and we are still developing uh, WebRTC standard, which is a standard that allows you to uh, create video conference systems. Uh, so... I think uh, that w I'm one of the developers that is responsible for a uh, first Elixir implementation of this standard. And yeah, I'm mostly dealing with multimedia and networking stuff uh, on my daily basis. Before software mention, I had two other jobs, but I think I didn't really enjoy them. So maybe, uh, maybe, maybe not, not, let's not focus on them. Cool. Cool. So I'm very curious, what type of uh, projects are now using Membrane in, in production environments? So um, we had a couple of projects in uh, in the past. Uh, they were mostly related or focused on um, video conferencing. So we tried to deploy our server uh, that is responsible for forwarding multimedia from one browser to the other browser. Uh, and we had, I think, two such projects. But uh, unfortunately, at the end, uh, I think that we we close them uh, at the moment. We are um, we are working in association with uh, this code company, which is a company that runs their own um, web application where people can exchange their opinion about some product, and they wanted and they want to have a, an ability to. Um, to uh, make a, a call and uh, to talk to each other and see each other and talk about products and uh, exchange some opinions. And I think that this project is uh, going pretty well. And uh, current solution, uh, I mean, the solution with Membrane as a media server works better than the previous one uh, they were using. So I think that in this project is going pretty well and I hope it will be successful. Besides this, we are 
currently developing a streaming uh, application where one person is streaming to the server and then the content is broadcast broadcasted from the server to the broader audience and uh, from my uh, knowledge this uh, this project is also going pretty well and um, besides those two projects we had some other projects uh, that were not um, related to the real time communication most uh, but uh, most to the uh, post processing so we are modifying some, somehow the videos um, not in the real time uh, we had a project where we were for, for example adding some uh, subtitles to the videos uh, rescaling them uh, decoding them and reencoding them and uh, stuff like this yeah i think that's pretty much it at the moment we have i think that we have two products uh, and i hope that they will be deployed in production. Cool. So what type of uh, advantages can Elixir and Membrane bring to that that sort of environment, in both the real-time environment as well as the modifying uh, video and audio that is already pre-recorded? Why, why would anybody choose Membrane and Elixir over solutions that are already developed or libraries that are already developed? So maybe maybe let's start with uh, already existing solutions. So uh, some of you might uh, might be familiar with tools like FFmpeg or GStreamer. I'm not sure, but those are tools written in C language, and the usage they allow you to do a lot of things. But the usage of these tools is pretty hard, as they are written in C. Uh, so you not only have to know something about the multimedia, but also about computer architecture, how the memory work, and how to allocate the memory, memory and deallocate it, and stuff like this. So I think that the main advantage of a Membrane is uh, that it is written in a high-level programming language and uh, starting with Membrane should be much more easier than with any other programming language. We also picked Elixir because it scales well. Uh, so running it on uh, machines with uh, a lot of cores uh, should work pretty well and writing a code concurrently is much more easier than writing a code uh, that done writing a concurrent code in, for example, Go or Rust, uh, because a lot of multimedia uh, solutions, uh, tools, uh, frameworks are written in system programming languages, low-level programming languages, like, as I said, Go, Rust, C, C++. And uh, even concurrent programming there is not so easy. You have to have some theoretical knowledge, I think, and know how to uh, process multimedia in parallel. In Elixir, this is much more easier. Uh, we are also uh, focusing a lot on documentation, making some blog posts and stuff like this. So uh, newbies, people who just want to start with multimedia will have some resources uh, they can learn from. I think from my experience, there are also a lot of people that are programming in Elixir and they just want to implement some feature related to multimedia. And uh, I think that the membrane is the only solution that allows you to manipulate audio and video. So without membrane, there is basically nothing else that you could use uh, to to such features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm gonna be trying um, in the next coming weeks with with my own project. So I'm very interested to know what are the capabilities as um, when it comes to not only streaming but manipulating the the audio so let's say for example that i have a, a number of mp3 files that are already pre-recorded and i want to stream them to let's say a web client like a browser 
Uh, and I'm also interested in the future, maybe to uh, a mobile app. So I understand that streaming, not a problem. Like membrane can handle that. But then I'm thinking about what else could I do? Could I possibly mix them in real time? Could I play two MP3s simultaneously? Like for example, uh, one of them could be voice and the other one could be music in the background. And could I mix them in real time or create some code that would say, okay, play this music in the background at this volume and on top of this, play this uh, voice that is saying something. Is, is that within the realm of possibility for Membrane? Uh, yep, sure. So uh, Membrane utilizes the concept of a pipeline. Uh, and the pipeline is a set of elements uh, that are connected to each other and each element process or manipulate data somehow. So we, we have different types of elements and each element uh, can do something other. And we have also an element that allows you to mix multiple audio files. So if you have, for example, as you said, two or three files, you can mix them into one file and say, for example, I have this file and I have that file. I want to, for example, uh, for file B to be played after four seconds from the start. So it's, uh, of course, possible with uh, membrane. Regarding the real-time, uh, mixing, I think that mixing audio in the real-time uh, should be possible. Mixing uh, video in in the real-time also should be possible. But when doing uh, such things in the real-time, it's, uh, it's important that they, are, uh, they need a lot of resources. So you sometimes might need uh, a little... A uh, better machine to to run uh, such things, but in case of audio, I think that there shouldn't be any problems. Okay, so the the mix would be done, let's say, in the server side of things, not in the client. Yep, sure. uh, so okay, okay, okay. So the the user of the web or the user of the app would receive the mix that has been done in the server. So if there's like ten or twenty users requesting one of these mixes, the machine will be quite under under high demand yep exactly it's, if that's possible i would recommend to mix the files in the post-processing or prepare them before streaming if that's of course possible so you prepare your files you can create uh, very simple membrane pipelines that will do this for you and they will create mixed files and then you can just when someone requests uh, some file you're just streaming it from the server but if you need to mix the files in the real time, that's also possible, but you would have to implement uh, some uh, custom logic for this. But as I said, uh, that's definitely possible. Um, would, wouldn't it be interesting to unload the machine a bit? Both smartphones uh, as well as laptop computers and computers these days are quite powerful to do some very basic mixing. Wouldn't it be possible to do part of the mixing on the on the client side? Would that be something to try or not really advisable? Uh, well, so we are mostly reading in Elixir. We are programming in Elixir, so our solutions are mostly dedicated for servers. If you want to do something uh, like this on the client side, you would have to do this in one of the uh, programming languages that are supported by the uh, mobile phones. So, for example, in case of Android, this Kotlin or Java. For iOS, this uh, I think, Swift. In Membrane, I think that's not the best idea to do such a things on the client side. Okay, okay. Okay, aside from the mixing and the streaming, I I also do some music composing on the side. It's one of my hobbies. And so I'm wondering what type of sound manipulation 
can membrane do at this point? Can I apply, for example, EQ? Can I apply uh, different types of effects like a reverb? Is there, can I call external uh, libraries that would do fancy stuff with the sound that I already have pre-recorded? Well, honestly speaking, I think that the uh, the possibilities, uh, the things that you can do with audio with membrane at the moment are a little bit limited. You for sure can uh, mix uh, multiple audio files. You can resample them. If you have files in different uh, encoded in different uh, using different codecs, you can uh, re-encode them in uh, to to some other codecs. I think that those things are the most basic ones yeah, yeah. no good good, good. It's, uh, it's, it's good for me to know where's kind of the reasonable limit so i would love to know a bit more about about the company you work at software mansion and besides do you do other things aside from working with membrane uh, what type of projects do you guys work on uh, so I think that uh, Membrane is a little bit special project in software mansion because the whole company is uh, more focused on web application and mobile applications. I have been always working in Membrane, so I can't say too much uh, how other projects uh, look like. But yeah, I can say more about uh, Membrane itself uh, and how we work in Membrane. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm quite interested in media and and in sound. So I wonder if um, there are career opportunities, maybe not immediate, but maybe in the in the mid to long term, in in applications of Elixir and Membrane to multimedia projects. What would you say about that? Do you think it's is something that is looking bright in the future to to use Membrane for different solutions? And if so. What would you recommend somebody like me or my classmates do to put our uh, skills to the test? It's definitely possible to get into the membrane and work in membrane. I think that about two years ago, for some time, we had only two people in in the team. Now, I think that it's about 15 people in the team of developers. We are growing very fastly. Uh, so we are looking also for new people. What I would recommend? Well, let's assume that we are looking for a new new person uh, for Membrane and we are trying to answer the question, what would be the ideal set of abilities that uh, such a person should possess? Uh, so we are mostly dealing with multimedia and networking. So, of course, it would be nice if such a person has some knowledge in those domains. Uh, we are programming in Elixir, sometimes in C and in the recent days also in uh, Rust. So uh, such a candidate should also have some knowledge in those programming languages. And I also think that um, uh, the knowledge, the general knowledge, some general overview of how computers work under the hood is uh, also very, would be very recommended. For example, how the memory works, what is the difference between the heap and the stack and stuff like this. Uh, but unfortunately, there are very few people in general uh, who who are programming in, in Elixir, and there are even less people that has some knowledge in multimedia domain. So instead of looking for uh, people who have some very specific knowledge in very specific domains, you are just looking for a people that can think logically, uh, that will be committed to the things we are doing, that uh, uh, people who will be passionate about what they are doing, and uh, people who we will be able to teach and they are willing to learn. So I think that this is very important, that uh, someone who is joining the team 
should have the the willingness of learning progress, uh, and that's very important. Instead of focusing on some very do, uh, domain-specific knowledge, it's uh, more important uh, to be very communicative, to uh, think logically, to dive a little bit into theoretical computer science, so algorithms and data structures. And the domain-specific uh, knowledge you will probably gain in the work, uh, during the work. Cool, cool. I think that's very useful for uh, the people at Dockyard Academy. I'm now studying with a bunch of around 10 people and the atmosphere of wanting to learn is just incredible. You know, like everybody comes from a different background. Uh, some people come from a background of programming, other people come from other uh, industries, but the willingness to learn and to dive into things and to research is just is just phenomenal so you saying that is uh, is really good it's really good to hear you know uh, i think that's very important because i think that you should treat the programming like a journey so everything you are learning some new things when you are a software engineer you never stop learning uh, so that's very important that every day uh, when you come to the work you just treat it as a day when when you just uh, learn some new things and you are pushing you and your team forward. Mm, that's super cool. Um, Michael, if people listening want, want to have a look at Membrane and want to start toying around, uh, what would be the first few steps that we could take? Uh, I think that we have a bunch of uh, Membrane tutorials. I would recommend to all of uh, people who want to start with Membrane to take a look at uh, the uh, our tutorials and our guides. There are different types of tutorials, some basic types, uh, some basic tutorials uh, which will teach you uh, how to uh, start with Membrane, how to create very simple pipeline that will just play, I think, MP3 file in your headphones. There are some also more complicated examples that will teach you how to set up very simple video conferencing system on your own computer. So I would definitely start with our our guides and tutorials. And uh, we also run our own Discord. So it's also a good place to jump in and ask questions. Whenever you have any questions, just go to our Discord and ask them. And there is always someone who will uh, reply. Cool. cool. You're going to definitely hear from me on the Discord server because I think in a in a very short time, I'll, I'll start tinkering around with, with MP3s and I will try to do this um thing that I mentioned before, mixing them in real time, see if I can break a few things. Um, Michael, I don't want to take a lot of your time. So as we come to the close of this uh, great conversation, uh, is there anything else that you would like to tell us about? Uh, where are you pushing the envelope with Membrane? What are you working on right now? Or anything that you would like to tell the Elixir Newbie uh, audience or the Dockyard Academy uh, bunch of students? Uh, sure. So I was thinking a little bit uh, about what I could say to uh, people who are just starting with programming and want to learn something. And I think that the very most important thing is to start uh, doing anything because you can lose a lot of time wondering uh, which operating system should I use, which text editor should I use and stuff like this. I would say that at the beginning, you should just grab what you have maybe except the Windows operating system. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, Accept uh, it in your heart despite, despite it all. Okay, okay. So you should grab what you have and just start programming. And after uh, one, two, three weeks, you will see whether you like this or dislike this. And after this, there will come time to uh, do some more professional setup. There is also a book called Elements of Programming Interviews. 
Uh, and this book is written by engineers from, um, I think, Google, uh, Microsoft, and companies like this. So I recommend this book to all of people who are starting with programming. Because I think that in general, it's very important to not only to learn some programming language, but also dive in, uh, dive a little bit into the uh, theoretical computer science. For example, if you understand the, some uh, theoretical concepts, you it will be very easy for you to switch between programming languages because they implement some concepts in a very similar uh, way. Uh, this book is written in multiple programming languages, so you can, for example, grab an example in written in C++ or Python and just do exercises. I really uh, recommend this book. And uh, regarding Membrane, I hope that our implementation, uh, WebRTC implementation, uh, will become better and better. And, and uh, I think that's that's all. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, uh, Michal, thank you very much for taking the time and for all the recommendations and the resources. Uh, definitely, I leave the conversation quite inspired and really looking forward to to tinkering around with with the library and, and checking that book. So, yeah, hopefully we'll we'll chat again once I <laughs> once I have used it a bit and we can we can keep talking. Uh, I, I just. Uh... There is one more book, uh, but uh, more related to multimedia world. So it uh, is called, I think, RTP for audio and video. And it describes the RTP protocol, uh, which is specific for the real-time communication, but there are a lot of concepts related to multimedia. So I also recommend this book. Cool, brilliant. Well, this is going to be a fantastic episode for everybody and anybody who wants to tackle the multimedia side of, of programming. So... Thank you for all of the resources. Michal, thank you very much. I'm delighted. Um, I hope that we'll, we'll talk again and I'll leave all of the references in the, in the show notes. Uh, thank you very much. And to everybody listening, yeah, check all of the resources and links in the description for everything that Michal has been talking about and definitely check uh, Membrane as well as Software Mansion and you can find Michal in LinkedIn and you can also see his uh, presentations on the Exit Conference and, and other places. So I hope that everybody's doing fantastic and we'll speak soon. Bye-bye.